For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Thursday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary with you. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's it going? It's going great. Good. You don't sound like it. I was going to make my Hot Pocket during the break. Oh, and you didn't get to make it. And I didn't. So I'm hungry and I'm going to make my Hot Pocket during the next break. Good. Good. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll just... Go with the flow, if you will. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, and the Starter Heyman text line are both open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Al- or excuse me, the uh, Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 for your television screens. Also, we um, have tickets to give away, and we didn't we, give them away. We are going to give away some Salt Dogs tickets. And I have a question for you guys. It's it can be you know what the fir- the first three, three or four, four. I, we have a lot. I don't, we have a lot. Really matter. Okay, the first four people to text in this answer, we'll get two tickets. We'll get two tickets. So a total of eight tickets being given away right now. Um, I need to know who has the most home runs. In the majors this season. Who has the most home runs in the majors this season? You're gonna have to tell me because I don't That's I, right. I'll have to figure it out. I'll tell you I'll tell you about him. He he leads with thirty two home runs. Is Waterboy right? Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna make sure that I put Waterboy. So three pairs of tickets remain. Nice job, Waterboy. This is for Saturday night's game. 
Saturday night's game, first pitch, 7.05, we'll be out there. Is 6.05. 6.05, excuse me, 7.05 Eastern, that's what their website says, I apologize. 6.05 p.m., first pitch. Disc Golf Jake is correct. Okay. So we have two pair of tickets left. And remember, you have to stop by the station and pick these up. Yes. Stop by the station and pick it up. Two pairs of tickets remain for Saturday's game. Unnamed Texter is correct. Oh, Dirty Tony and the Boys. Dirty Tony and the Boys. What's that? We got to put their name back in the yeah. in there. And then we had another one from an unnamed Texter, 0407. Let us know who your what your name is. Yes, please let us know your your name. So that's there's our four pairs of tickets. No water boy, no door to door delivery. So there you go. All right, let them know what the answer is. It is Shohei Otani. With 32 home runs in the first half of the season, it is Shohei Otani. Hey, Austin, is that person calling for tickets? He can't hear the microphone. The thing's not on. Husker Jeff. There you go. Perfect. So we have Waterboy, Disc Golf Jake. Okay. I'm sorry, caller. Yes, sorry, caller. We got our four. Actually, we have enough. I don't know if the caller. You know what, caller? If you can answer this oh, question. They just, he just hung oh, up. dang it. I was going to say. He just hung up. I was say, if you can answer this question, then you can get it. I'll give it away another pair of tickets. Yeah. So we have Dirty Tony and the Boys, What's Husker Carmelo Jeff. What's career high scoring in a game? Dirty Tony and the Boys, Husker Jeff, Waterboy, and Disc Golf Jake all win a pair of tickets to the game on Sunday. Yes. Got to pick it up at the station. 330 North Saturday. 48. Saturday. Jeez. Saturday. I know it's Saturday. I knew it's Saturday. I've talked about it. Um, <laughs> 330 North 48th Street is the location to come pick up the tickets. We have them. So just come on in anytime. Tell us who you are. You can only win a pair by yourself. So you can't win more than once. You're going to have somebody else win for you, I guess. I suppose so. All right, nice job. Uh, Nice job to those four winners. Uh, Once again, 402-464-5685 is the number to call and text today's show. We got a lot of good stuff coming up here on the program. We're going to start here first. The Big Ten Conference is absolutely loaded with running backs this year. Um, just going down the list, it's, I mean, Trevion Henderson and Mayan Williams at Ohio State. You have Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum at Michigan. Braylon Allen and I Ches Malusi might have graduated, but Braylon Allen for sure at Wisconsin. I would say really just Braylon. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, just, Braylon, Allen. just Braylon Allen. Even, even you can throw Anthony Grant into that conversation because he's a guy that finished in the top seven in yards per game last year. In the Big Ten Conference, obviously Iowa's got some backs. Uh, Minnesota, I can't remember if they have Trey Potts or if he transferred out of there. Um, you know what? I'll look. I can, up. I can, I'll look, look, up I can look it up right now. Oh, okay. Because um, I have Phil Steele's magazine opened oh, look to the Big Ten Conference. And what I was going to kind of get at here is that Nebraska has always talked about running the ball, right? And we always go through the same motion and same conversation every preseason and every every time early on in the year when we hear Marcus Satterfield or whoever the offensive coordinator is at that time going, "Yeah, we're going to we're going to establish the run game." And everybody goes through the same cycle on Twitter and on social media and goes, "All right, Nebraska's going to run the ball. We're back." That's all we've needed for so long. That's the only reason we've been losing. And then when the bullets start flying, that's not necessarily the case. There is no running. And I guess I'll say it this way. Nebraska last year in Anthony Grant averaged 76.3 yards per game 
in 2022. For context, Muhammad Ibrahim led the way, former Minnesota Golden Gopher, led the way in the Big Ten Conference last year with 138.8 yards per game. Second was Chase Brown from Illinois. Who was leading the nation for quite some time. He was, until he kind of got banged up there. Yeah, a little bit. And then at number three in 2022 is a guy that's going to be back in the Big Ten this season. And that is Blake Corum. 121.9 yards per game on the ground alone in 2022 for the Michigan Wolverines. Was a big reason why Michigan obviously was as good as they were. They also have a guy in by the name of Donovan Edwards. Who took over after Blake Corum went down and put up some really nice numbers as a starter. So here's what's crazy when you look at the Big Ten Conference, right? And both of our segments here, the first and second segment, are kind of going to intertwine together and correlate off each other. So, as I mentioned, Blake Corum in 2022 had the third most rushing yards per game. Number four, it was Braylon Allen from Wisconsin with 103.5 yards per game in 2022. And then guess what? You have the second Michigan running back coming in after Braylon Allen with 90.1 yards per game. Crazy. So just going off of quick math here, between Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards, on average per game, let's see, quick math, 212 yards per game between Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards on the ground. Yeah, you take that. Then you have Nick Nicholas Singleton at Penn State, who's returning. He's He averaged 81.5 per game. And then at 7th in the Big Ten Conference in 2022, there's Anthony Grant with 76.3 yards per contest. Six touchdowns as well. That's what's even crazier is when you look at touchdown numbers, mm-hmm. Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards for Michigan combined to have 25 rushing touchdowns. Blake Corum was responsible for 18 of those. Anthony Grant had six rushing touchdowns. And understandably so, for a team like, I don't know, I mean, even Minnesota, who had multiple guys in the top 25. Trey Potts, by the way, I believe transferred to Penn State. That's what it says here. Really? Trey Potts. So Minnesota had a guy in Muhammad Ibrahim who had 138 yards per game, led the conference last year. And Trey Potts, who came in at number 21 with 39.5 yards per game. And this is what I was getting at when we put a Nebraska spin on it here. Yeah, he transferred to Penn State. So here's what I was getting at when we put a Nebraska connection to it. Out of the top 25 guys in the 2022 season, Anthony Grant was the lone running back that came in at 76.5 yards per game. Mm -hmm. No Gabe Irvin, no Ramir Johnson, obviously, after last year. And not even an A.J. Allen. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so when we uh, AJ look, only played, he only played a short time, three before he got hurt. And so, unfortunately, as we look ahead to 2023 now, what does that mean for Nebraska's running back room? Now, obviously, offense people are going to say, and, and understandable, offensive coordinator mm-hmm. plays a big, big part into it and the identity on offense. But as we're going to talk about here in the second segment, is how well can you get an identity? And I, I hate throwing around the, around the cliche identity, but how well can you figure out what you want to do on offense week after week when you're changing an offensive coordinator four out of four times in five years? Nebraska's on their fourth offensive coordinator in five years. It's hard to establish anything with any of the players on your roster if every year they're having to relearn an entirely new offense. And this isn't you know changing from you know one uh, a run heavy offense to you know, a slightly less run-heavy offense. These are like complete pa- changes from West Coast to to more running. I, I don't know. It, it's just been massive well, changes for all of these offensive guys. And sure, there's not anybody on this roster offensively, at least I don't think, from, you know, four offensive coordinators ago. But there are people on here from three offensive coordinators ago, people who are going to have to relearn an entirely new offense. And so we... We've asked the question to the text line, and I've asked it to Rico before. How, where's your confidence level at with this running back room? And, yes, we've seen all the pictures of Gabe Irvin, and, and we know kind of the Swiss Army knife that Ramir Johnson can play. But he also didn't play. He played very seldom last year. When he did get in some some significant time was against Iowa, where he kind of had a good showing. You could see him explode but, through the hole and just you, you sit there and watch. At least I did. You sit there and watch and go, him explode Why did he go? through these holes, Why did and you're he play? like, where was this all season? Yeah. Well, so here's what's interesting also. Yards per carry, and this shows you, I mean, offensive line, the Michigan Wolverines, you went to the Remington Awards ceremony last year, Rico. Yes. And Michigan's, um, I'm blanking on the name, but Michigan had the Remington Awards ceremony. Mm -hmm. So offensive line plays into this conversation as well. Yards per carry, Blake Corum on 247 carries averaged six yards per carry. Donovan Edwards, who is technically Michigan's backup, on 140 carries, averaged 7.1 yards per carry. Anthony Grant had fewer carries than Blake Corum and had 78 more carries than Donovan Edwards and was able to muster up 4.2 yards per carry. But we also found ourselves going, Anthony Grant can run the ball well. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a lot of people that still believe that. And at least those first three it's, games, you, yeah, if you remember, he was absolutely. getting met in the backfield every single time. And he didn't, I, for the first three games, he didn't have a negative rush. Mm-hmm. But he would be met in the backfield so much, and you would see him, as soon as he gets the ball, have to break it's, a tackle it's, it's, it's and like then the, fall forward. It's the two steps backwards before you can get forward. Exactly. Or, he or was no, impo- no, no, no progressive ground it's, it was it's impossible like you're, you're for him still. to gain any type of momentum as soon as he would get the ball because he would have to avoid somebody so you would think or you would hope 
if he's able, if that offensive line is able to, 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 to block a little bit better, at least in those first three, and allow him to get going, obviously all season, but allow him to get going, how many more rushing yards will he have had in those first three games? Now, granted, I suppose you can throw in Casey Thompson also incorporate, you know, added to the the running game, if there will. Because for the last, I mean, how long? It's ever since Taylor Martinez, there's been an element of quarterback run in Nebraska's offense outside of Tanner Lee. When you go through Taylor Martinez and Tommy Armstrong, and then there was that time of Tanner Lee, um, and, then and, and then Adrian, and then Casey. Casey. And as much as you want to talk about how Casey can't run the ball or doesn't want to run the ball, he's he can be a he can be a, a threat with his legs. We saw it many times last year when he had to scramble out of the pocket. It was weird. He ran more after the injury than he did before the injury. Yeah. Um, unnamed texture says this: the non-use of Ramir Johnson, I t- I totally put on the coaching staff, and that was we're going to look back on that, especially if Ramir has a good year this season. We're going to look back on the 2022 year. And just kind of just shake our head more than we already are, if you will. Because this is a guy that kind of came in and started lower on the depth chart in 2021. Gabe Irvin ends up getting hurt. And Ramir Johnson's called upon and, and doesn't have, I mean, necessarily his stats aren't jumping off the page. It was like 500 but was, yards. But was serviceable in a season where there was a lot of turmoil because that's when it really started to get uncomfortable with the, the coaching staff's job security and things like that. So he kind of comes in and, and helps be a steady force in the backfield, does Ramir Johnson in 2021. And then in 2022, everybody's like, all right, yeah, this Ramir Johnson's going to play a, play a part in this. And the staff comes out and says, we think that Ramir could play a part in wide receiver, in, in some kind of a hybrid position. We're going to use him all over the field. And halfway through the year, we're asking coaches at the press conference, what's what's Ramir Johnson's availability like this weekend? What's going on with Ramir Johnson? Well, he's just trying to learn the position. He's just trying to do yes. you had all you, you said that he was doing this all off season and now all of a sudden when it comes down to it, he's still learning. He's still yeah. trying to figure things out. You know what he's not having to learn or figure out? Being a running back. You could use more of those. Well and so you see, I mean, Ramir Johnson is, is pretty non-existent. Until Mickey Joseph takes over, then you slowly start to see Ramir Johnson do more and more, and then in the Iowa game really kind of put a, put a stamp on it. So you come into this year, Anthony Grant, who was 7th in the Big Ten, 5th in the Big Ten, if you will, in guys that are returning mm-hmm. in terms of yards per, yards per game. Once again, Anthony Grant had 76.3 yards per game, which was good for 4.2 per carry on 218 rushes. And then you have Gabe Irvin, who was non-existent last year, and Ramir Johnson, who was non-existent last year. And this isn't a conversation to like go, all right, how do you really feel about the running back room? Mm-hmm. And if you're confident, think again. That's not what I'm trying to get at. But also, if you look around the rest of the Big Ten, loaded. These running back rooms, are, this is going. this is a really good running back conference. Because I'm reading up and down this list of rushing yards per game on guys in the Big Ten Conference, and a lot of the ones farther down the list are obviously returning because they're a lot of times younger guys. And I'm seeing Michigan with two names in the top five and two of the top returnees. Blake Corm's going to be number one, and Donovan Edwards is going to be number three. Ohio State has multiple guys. Wisconsin, two guys on this list, but it's going to be interesting to see whether or not how much, they how, how, how much they run. How much they run the ball. Right, with, with Luke Fickle. It's not a Luke Fickle trait, but it is a Big Ten trait. 
Iowa, Rutgers, Indiana all have two guys. Mm-hmm. The uh, Off the top of my head, the two teams that I did not see, three if you include Nebraska, the two other teams that I did not see have multiple guys in the top 25 in yards per game, Michigan State and Indiana. Michigan State Indiana, and Indiana. So Indiana has a transfer that they're pretty high on from oh, – let me check this really fast because I just saw it. The only one that we ha- that that I should say is props to Indiana here. Was it Indiana or Illinois? I saw an I. Uh, rushing yards per game, Josh Henderson for the Hoosiers, 33 yards per game last year. Sean Shivers, I, I should also correct myself, yep. Indiana does have two. So it is not Indiana. Christian it was Turner. Purdue. Christian Turner is a, a transfer from Wake Forest going to Indiana okay. that they're pretty high on. Had 128 carries, 516 yards, and seven touchdowns with the Demon Deacons last season. So it's it's unfortunate, though, because, I mean, so you look at Nebraska, once again, 76.3 yards per carry. And the other two teams that, are not, that don't have multiple guys in the top 25 are Purdue, Maryland, and Michigan State, Jalen Berger, who by the way was a Wisconsin transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the and Nebraska. Those are the four teams that don't have multiple guys in the top twenty-five. Teams like Penn State have two. Michigan obviously has two. Two of the top three. Ohio State, Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams, both going to be draft potential guys coming up in twenty twenty-four. It's crazy because all the guys you're mentioning, I think are draft eligible next season. So that's that's what I was looking up right before we came on the show. Um NFL draft 2024. Where they sit? Where to go? Um did not. Let me click on the link that's Okay. So so Blake Corm, Blake Corm's draft eligible. Braylon Allen's so draft here, eligible. So here here are the list and the athletic Dane Brugler had this article. NFL draft 2024 summer scouting report. Number 1 Blake Corm. Number two, Braylon Allen. Number three, Donovan Edwards from Michigan. Number four, Travion Henderson. <laughs> and that is so basically the Big Ten, and Mayan Williams comes in at number ten, by the way. Has five of five the top of 10. the top ten in the entire country. Yeah, that in terms out. of preseason draft prospects. Specifically, running back, and we'll see where they end up by the end of the season. That's other crazy. other guys are Will Shipley at Clemson, Raheem Sanders at Arkansas, uh, Frank Gore Jr. from Southern Miss is in there, Bucky Irving at Oregon is in there. I like that name, and Carson Steele at UCLA. With a name like Bucky, like you should let's check out. That? So it's Marquise Irving, Marquise Irving, but they call him Bucky. Whose mascot is Bucky? Is that Minnesota? No, that's Goldie. Bucky? Yeah. Whose mascot is Bucky? Is that Wisconsin? No, Bucky the Badger. Bucky Badger. See? Should have yeah. gone to Wisconsin. Bucky Badger. There it is. Um, okay, so once again, when we come back, we do want to continue this conversation because we're running a little we're, we're running a little bit behind. Do want to continue this conversation because as I alluded to earlier, Nebraska's on their fourth offensive coordinator in five years. I'll go ahead and tell you. I went. I, I looked on collegefootballstats.com, Rico, mm-hmm. and went back to look. All right, in 2019, where did Troy Walters' offense finish in the country in total offense? 2020 is obviously COVID years, but we'll talk about that still. Matt Lubick in 2021, where did he finish? Mark Whipple in 2022, where did he finish? 
We'll talk about that and kind of just kind of do revisionist history here with Nebraska offense in the last four years as Marcus Satterfield is the fourth offensive coordinator since 2019. We'll be right back. It's the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.